Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is Dream Theme Thursday. We are on to the weekend. I can't believe it is Thursday. Tomorrow is Friday. And we have Oscar weekend, and I'm going to um, a viewing, I guess a viewing thing. There was a man who used to represent me, and I was invited to go and sit with a bunch of people and watch it, actually, not go inside to the actual room. So um, I'm a sideline guy. (laughs) But anyway, it'll be fun, and I'm looking forward to it. I did want to take a minute. Um, For those of you who know Marco in the Netherlands, um, he's in the hospital and he is, he's having a lot of realizations right now and and he's really, really weak. And I've been communicating with his brother because he can't. So just know that your messages and your love and your support for him, he's feeling that. And he really, really needed it and still needs it. And it's it's scary to go through these things. And I just, um, you know, pray for him. Just pray for him. Just He's so strong and so resilient. And the way he looks at things is so beautiful that I am... I am past words and I just think of him and I send him love as much as I can and comfort. He was restless last night in his sleep, but he's eating and um, just send him love. He's just so beautiful, such a beautiful soul. And um, anytime you think of him, even if you don't know him and you're listening to this, he you know, very, very shy and smart, and he learned English, and um, he has, you know, would write me letters, and, and I always knew what he meant, and he took the dancing classes and really put himself out there, and um, it's a beautiful soul, um, so send him love and hope and, and just prayers for him. So anyway, I every time I talk about him, I get so emotional because it's hard to see the loss and to feel the loss. I know where he's going, and it doesn't mean we don't miss people. We're human, and our whole job is to fight for life this hard and this fast without any warning. You know, within less than a month's time, all this has happened to him. And and it's just, it's almost unreal because you don't even have time to catch up. But um, just send him prayers and love. Today I've got two dreams. And I'm going to go at it. And um, thank you for this little bit of time to talk about Marco because... Um, I just can't let it go. I just love him so much. So thank you. The first dream, um, if there's time, hi, Nadia. This is Eliana. If there's time, 
I have a dream for today. I dreamt it either a few days before the LA Film Festival or a few days into the festival. I wrote it quick and I can't remember why I wrote on top of it was part of a two-part dream, but I'm leaving it in. It's kind of funny because I never dreamt with this famous director before or really think about him too funny. This is the two-part, this is a two-part dream and this is the second part. I'm in a beautiful home and it seems to be moving as if we were in a truck. Steve Spielberg, not even Steven, because they're real close now, it's a dream. Steve Spielberg, full, and a big woman, his housekeeper, is standing right next to him. He then turns to a children's area in a corner of his room that I seem to instinctively know that it was one of his children's play areas and that children and that child died in a drowning accident. He seemed to be having a slow motion, nervous breakdown as he went to grab a pad of what I think was his child's drawing. He started to shake and began to tear them up, to tear them up, the thick paper on the pad. I gently took the pad from him and said, don't do that, please don't do that. I poured water into a thimble how small is a thimble, or almost a shot glass drinking glass. Once he cupped the glass of water, he began to spill it, and it splattered all over himself. More water came out than possibly fit into the shot glass. I thought he was going to begin to have compulsions, so I asked the woman to please get a small towel and damp it with warm water. The woman was so nervous, she was sitting on the floor with her back against the wall and seemed to be in shock. She sort of mentions that she only listens to Mr. Spielberg. He nodded to her to listen, and she left the room. More water continued to spill. I then realized that he didn't believe in God and that by me asking, I could possibly lose my opportunity I have to create my films. In an instant, I knew I could not live a lie. Even though I felt he would scream and throw me out, I asked, do you believe in God? He said, in the midst of sitting on a lounge chair and froze in midair, he seemed speechless. That was it. And I would love to hear your interpretation. Thank you and much love your way, Eliana. Okay, there's a lot going on. A lot of ins and outs. Because it has to do with your work. And it has to do with you standing by your work, no matter what it faces. And it's hard to make a film. I don't care how much money you have behind it or not, without a bunch of crazy things coming in out of left field that interfere or almost stop the work, challenge the work. And it's like just to make a film, people have, stories behind the stories it's like all these stories like you would not believe what happened before we filmed this or you would not believe what happened while we were filming this or you would not believe what happened after to the footage and there's always something if you go into making a film and you don't think about that you are truly shortchanging yourself that okay I need to make room for anything happening because it usually does And in the midst of it all, there are time constraints because when you hire people, 
things have to get done in that window of time because of money. And here you go to meet someone like Steven Spielberg, and he's going through his own trauma, and you're still thinking, wow, I came here, and it may have to do with my job, but wow, I have to stand by who I am. And it had to be someone that big for you to really see not what he believes, because he has the right to believe whatever he wants to believe, but how strongly you believe what you believe. And that's this whole dream is a confirmation of how strong you feel about what you're doing. And it actually isn't because you believe in God or not, or he believes in God or not. This It's used all of these different scenarios that you came in and took charge of. You took charge to tell them, don't do that. Please don't do that. You took charge to make sure that, oh, my gosh, you you had the foresight to see you may be having a convulsion. Let me take care of this. You took charge to ask him, do you believe in God? You've been taking charge throughout the dream no matter what obstacle seemed to show itself to you. And you know how our dreams are. They're extreme to get our attention. Sometimes we have little, I call them Lottie Dodd dreams, you know, like, oh, yeah, you know, I was walking through a field and I woke up or something like that. But when you have dreams that are showing you through different scenarios, a domestic scenario, a personal scenario, a belief scenario all in one dream and you come out with who you are, that's just telling you, hey, I, I kind of got a grip on myself this is where I'm going with it. And it's one of those, it's a backbone, you know, your backbone, your back is straighter, you're stronger, you can face the world. You don't have to cave in on the front and hide what you're feeling because that's usually what people who are caving in do. Oh, I don't matter. Oh, it doesn't matter. Oh, nothing works out for me anyway. And we start on that path, but we don't have to. We can grow some wings. And I always say we earn, earn our wings. And this dream is letting you know. You can start flapping now, girl. You've got it. You're okay. You can handle whatever comes your way. You can take charge no matter who's in front of you. Because I got to tell you, and I know it sounds funny, but after you start meeting a lot of people, people who are really successful in their craft, people who are just starting out and learning the ins and outs of their craft, A director is a director is a director. The fact that you directed something that brought out your best and other people enjoyed your best and then you did it over and over again and you got better and better because now you've kind of found your successful formula. You still have to go through the same steps side of your dream is that even though you went and it was like, Wow, Steven Spielberg, by the end of the dream, in your, in your brain, which is where it's so important because that's where we start messing up because our heart doesn't get involved yet because our brain's like, yeah, you could direct that movie. And then if we're kind of insecure, we go, yeah, but 
I'm not Steven Spielberg. Why aren't you? You have the same title. Think about this. And at the end of the dream, really think about that. A director is a director is a director. An actor is an actor is an actor. We all have a fingerprint that nobody else has. Whether it hits over the top or not, doesn't change the fact all doing the same thing. Think about that. Because we tend to say, you know, I could easily say, oh, there's a million people who wrote books about what I write about and what I talk about. But we're not all the same. So we don't all reach the same people. So God made sure there's a lot of directors, so a lot of movies can be done, and we can see all the different fingerprints of all the people who've endured that process. And your dream is letting you know you are on equal footing. You may not have been doing it as long. You may not have had as big a budget. You may not have had a million things. And neither did they when they started. How did Steven Spielberg know he was going to be Spielberg? Because to him, he's just Steven Spielberg. Only now, he, he doesn't want to go out in public all the time because everybody wants to run up to him and figure him out or work with him or whatever because of what they can get back. And your dream was telling you that no matter who it is, I still have to be who I am. And that's so powerful because now your fingerprint has way more energy behind it than fear or doubt or worry or I can't believe we got it this way or whatever. Because a lot of the things that happen in a filming process is sometimes the things that you didn't plan on are the things that make that film special and great. So instead of fearing that things won't go right, Take each day, plan it, because you have to plan. You have to bring in the right people. You have to bring in the actors. You have to have the set. You have to make sure you know what you're doing, all of that. But then something inevitably shows up at your door, and then you have to think on your feet, and you have to dig deeper, and you have to come up with a solution, and you may not sleep for a week trying to do it. Doing that is what brings out the best in our work. My book didn't write itself and print itself. I had to go around and ask and ask and ask and ask and ask and ask. I mean, I can't tell you. I became an asker because I couldn't let the book go. And that happens while you're making a film. And that happens while you're taking care of your children. And that happens when we do anything we are emotionally attached to and invested in. 
So I hope that that lets you know, man, you're standing firm and your wings are out and you're just going to flap into this world and find out what it, what it brings to you and what it gives to you. Really awesome dream. Cool second, second act to your dream. <laughs> Loved it. I have another dream, and it's an anonymous dream. It says, hi, Nadia, anonymous, please. I had a crazy dream last night. I was supposed to attend a birthday party as I was hosting some guests. Then I was uninvited. Don't know if that is a word. At the last minute. I was sad about it, but one of the guests just insisted in me keeping him company. The party was amazing. I saw so many beautiful things. When I was saturated, I went to the bedrooms and took care of the candles my guests had forgotten about. Then I went to the beach where whales had beached and were dying. A ship had lost pharmaceutical cargo and glass, and the whales had swallowed most of it. I was crying, tried to help my knees a very deep cut that would remain for a long time. I started yelling at people, wake up, we must do something, and then I woke up. Okay, biggest part of this dream, biggest part of the dream was that it was supposed to, you were supposed to attend a birthday party as I was hosting some guests. If you were hosting guests, attending a birthday party, how did you get uninvited? And that feeling of being uninvited, it's it's like when you're living and you're just doing your thing and then somewhere in you doing your thing, your belief starts to get a little shaky, follow it through. That uninvited thing is you uninviting yourself sometimes. I know it sounds weird, but it's not. You're hosting people, yes, and then you're gone. And a part of it is others. There's isolation there because you're, you're trying to do what everybody else isn't doing. The party was great. You saw many beautiful things. When there were a lot of people there, you went to the bedrooms alone and took care of the candles that other people had forgotten about. Then you went to the beach and saw the wells, and you saw them dying, but other people weren't there. But you wanted to shout to people. Let's wake up. You cut yourself. You're suffering for your cause, for you. And you've still got to scream to other people and yell to other people to wake up. Dream is telling you is accept yourself. Invite yourself into your own life. And don't worry about other people. What do you want them to wake up to? Something you saw that nobody else saw is what you want them to wake up to. Were they going to do more than what you were going to do? You were crying and you were sad that that happened. 
And because they weren't crying and in the party having a great time, doesn't mean they were worse or better than you are. Or that you're so different that you're the one finding these things and nobody else knows they exist because they do. So I want to kind of give you a glimpse of not isolating yourself with your belief, not believing that other people don't know what's going on because they do. Do you want them to wake up from? Why did you need to yell to them? Why did you need to be the one, the messenger, to tell them something's wrong? Bigger than that, there's nothing wrong in life except anything we've done by our own hands. So we're quite aware of what isn't working. But not everyone can attend to everything. Some people are researchers. Some people are tech people. Some people are moms. Some people, you know, everybody has a full plate doing what it is they need to do in life. And then there's a lot of people who are woken up and are addressing these things. And if you were to Google it, you will find them. My bigger attention in this dream is to you not feeling isolated, like you have the burden of the world on your shoulder or shoulders. But I need you to think about inviting yourself to your own party. And realizing you can never be uninvited. It's like perceiving rejection or expecting rejection. And then doing what no one else did, went around the house and did other things, took care of others, took care of the ocean, took care of the well. When you start yelling for people to wake up, What you're really doing is asking for help. You want help. You know there's issues. And some of those might be in you. You might not have the confidence. You might not have the stamina yet to do the things you want to do. You might not even know what those things are. Just like you don't know how to help the whales, but you want everyone to wake up. It's it's really sad, but something's hurting where you need to cry it out. And the cut on your knee was just a symbol of how deep hurt is at times. And when we yell for other people to wake up after we've just been uninvited to a party in our dream, we're saying, somebody noticed that I'm here that I have feelings, that I'm working hard, that I'm noticing that things are not okay. I haven't found my groove yet, but I love and would need, and I don't know where to get support from. And this dream is telling you in such a gentle, beautiful way really the bottom line of your life at this time is that you really want support. You, you want support. You're looking for it. You don't even need to know what you need to be doing in life yet. 
You know, just like Christ always says to me, keep yourself busy, it'll show up. Do what you have to do, it'll show up. But we can't say, I need to know what I came here to do. We find it by doing what we do every day. Because if we demand it, we start thinking it's this and it's that, and we put a lot of pressure on ourselves trying to find that. That very deep cut that would remain for a long time is what you're carrying. And you're screaming out, somebody noticed that I'm suffering. And I want support. I need support. I was trying to do everything on my own because I sure thought I had all the answers. And then I found out that I have to take care of myself first before I can do anything I want to do in life. And sometimes we want to do big things. But those, those big things, like directing a film or something like that, come with a million baby steps. It's not the destination that you're after. It's not the destination. It's the experiences. I know people say it's the journey, but the journey involves a lot of experiences that push and pull you and tug you along this way. And then you go, oh, that's not the way. Let me go back to the fork in the road. Did I jump the gun here? Did I try too hard here? Did I, you know, not look at everything? Was I too impatient? And then you reassess and then you go forward again and then you reassess again and then you go forward again and sometimes you go backwards and then you go forward again and it's all part of the process. And that's where you need the support is in the process part. Because the whale's already swallowed the pills. When you say people wake up, what do you want those people to do? And really your wake up is that you simply need people for support. And at the same time, because you feel uninvited to your own party, you don't even know how to invite other people to your party. And sometimes the things you may ask may feel like overwhelming to someone because then now they have to stop their lives and be a part of it. But all you need is support. And what does support look like when we say people wake up? Support looks like conversations. Not about what can we do today, but exploring the actual issue. Why were pharmaceutical cargo and glass shipped? Where were they going? Why is that the only means of transportation? Why could we not put them in a plane? Because it doesn't mean pharmaceuticals are bad, but they're bad if they're killing whales. So you have to think about that. It is all a conversation. And then maybe in that you can find a thing to do. But first you got to make sure your life is okay and that you found a way to take care of yourself. And then when you can take care of yourself, then you can take care of things like this. But just waking people up because you discovered something they didn't yet, going to change anything. 
because they don't have any more power than you do in that arena. But this whole dream just says, I need support. I feel alone. I feel uninvited to my life. I find myself doing things that everybody else ignored. And then I find this big nugget out there because, wow, whales are dying, something that big. And now I got to, you know, let people know, hey, what are you doing over there just having fun? This is going on over here. So you can't take your fun away along the way. But just admitting to yourself that, gosh, all I really need, my first step right now, is just support. And it may be in conversation. First. And then trust. And then decide if it's something you want to do. I have 10 seconds left, you guys. I'll see you tomorrow for Questions Friday. Have a great day. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.